Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, you're listening to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, a podcast that breaks down what happened in the last seven days. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. This week, it was announced that the length of time people with coronavirus symptoms will have to self-isolate for is expected to be increased from 7 to 10 days in England. The anticipated announcement comes after the Prime Minister warned of signs of a second wave of the pandemic in parts of Europe. What we have to do is take swift and decisive action where we think that the risks are starting to to bubble up again. And let's be absolutely clear about what's happening in, in Europe, in, in our, among some of our European friends. I'm afraid you are starting to see, in some places, the signs of a second wave of the pandemic. Currently, people showing the main symptoms, a new continuous cough, high temperature, or loss of taste or smell, must self-isolate for at least a week. However, now the government said it will require people who display symptoms of coronavirus to self-isolate for a minimum of 10 days. The government has said it wants to take a precautionary approach to protect people from a second wave from coming to the UK. Here is what Health Secretary Matt Hancock said when speaking to Sky News. Well, I am, I am worried about a second wave. I think you can see a second wave starting to roll across Europe and we've got to do everything we can to prevent it from reaching these shores and to tackle it. From the 1st of August, the Prime Minister is set to halt the calming of lockdown. Fresh measures, including the postponed reopening of more settings such as ice rinks, casinos and bowling alleys, have been announced. Further, the reopening of close contact services, such as beauty salons, that were due to reopen on Saturday, have also been postponed. These new policies have come into action in an attempt to avoid a resurgence of the virus in the UK. However, government officials are expected to set out details later. And next. But I must say that I think he's completely wrong in what he says about poverty. Uh, absolute poverty, relative poverty have both declined under this government. And there are, there are hundreds of thousands, I think 400,000 fewer families living in poverty now than there were in 2010. This week, it has been reported by the country's statistics watchdog that Boris Johnson has repeatedly made incorrect claims about the level of child poverty under the Tories. The UK Statistics Authority's Office for Statistics Regulation has concluded that the Prime Minister's main suggestion that the number of children in poverty had fallen by 400,000 since 2010 
was one of several inaccurate statements on the issue since he was elected in December. The watchdog also found that his line in Prime Minister's question time last month that absolute poverty and relative poverty have both declined under this government was similarly untrue. Earlier this month, Labour leader Keir Starmer challenged the PM on his claims. False. He's been found out. He either dodges the question or he gives dodgy answers. Mr Speaker, no more witnesses. I rest my case. Will the Prime Minister do the decent thing and correct the record? However, after Johnson was challenged by Keir Starmer to correct the record, he further made another incorrect statement. Uh, actually, there are, there are, there are 100,000 fewer children in absolute poverty, 500, 500,000 children falling below, below thresholds of low income and material deprivation. OSR found that the PM's new claim was also wrong and has now written to number 10 Downing Street to draw attention to the correct statistics. Advising the PM's briefing team that they should pay more attention to its conclusions. And finally... In the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, Muslims wearing face masks and socially distancing have started arriving in Mecca for a dramatically scaled down Hajj pilgrimage. In past years, an estimated 2.5 million pilgrims visit the Saudi Arabian cities of Mecca and Medina for the week-long ritual. For those who can afford it, this is a once-in-a-lifetime duty for every able-bodied Muslim. But this year, as few as 1,000 people already residing in Saudi Arabia will take part in the gathering in an effort to control the spread of COVID-19. Those who have had the chance to take part have expressed their gratitude. Alhamdulillah, I'm accepted today for special Hajj. I feel like it's a blessing from Allah to me. Before I leave Saudi for good. For the first time in Saudi history, the government have stopped Muslims from entering the kingdom from abroad for the Hajj. Rather than praying shoulder to shoulder in a sea of people from different walks of life, pilgrims have been standing apart and moving in small groups of 20. Usually it is common to see men pushing their elderly parents around on wheelchairs in order to help them complete the Hajj, along with parents carrying children on their backs and people eating together. However, this year it is likely that pilgrims will be eating pre-packaged meals in hotel rooms. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.